Hey, welcome everybody to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. I am your host each and every week, come rain or shine or snow or sleet or whatever. I'm Mike Maddox. I'm glad you're spending some of the time that you have, your valuable time with us listening to this program. And I'm super excited today to have on my program as my guest, Coach Bob. Bob Schenefeld has been around the EOS world for a long time. Many of the listeners will know about Coach Bob or may have experienced some of the things that Coach Bob does. And we're going to get into that because there's a lot that he offers. And (laughs) Bob, welcome to the program. Thank you. Great to see you, Mike. Glad to be here. It's great to see you too. And, you know, before we dive too deep, let's kind of lay the groundwork a little bit. If you're a listener out there and you're not familiar with the work that you do, tell us a little bit more about you're called the Visionaries Visionary, and you have an organization called I Matter, the I Matter Revolution. Tell us about that. What is that? Sure. Thank you for asking. So I went through life having fun. I can inspire people and I can sell. And so that served me well, socially and professionally. And I could sell a lot and had a lot of fun. And then the company I worked for made you know the cardinal sin, which a lot of companies do, and took their top producer and made me a sales manager. And I hated it. I wasn't good at it. I was frustrated and I got higher up in the company and they didn't have core values listed, but there wasn't a fit. So I saw a gap in our industry and started my own company and I can sell, I can inspire and I like to have fun. And so I grew it out of control from nothing to 5 million in in five years. And we had no structure and I was totally stressed and literally... (laughs) shaking at night and sweating because we had a lot of volume and physically we were a Canadian distribution company. So literally had hundreds of thousands of piece mailings in our warehouse stacked and we're working 24 seven. It was crazy. And in my entrepreneur organization, EO forum was a gentleman by the name of Gino Wickman. You may have heard of him. Heard of him. Yeah. Heard of that guy. So I got to live through him kind of testing and launching what is now called EOS. And so I got to watch him figure out how to crack the code with his dad's company. He was the integrator and he was mad at his dad saying, dad, you're kind of blowing it here. I mean, people love you and love the service we provide, but we're a mess. Gino's a student of business and he's intensely simple. And so he created EOS and he was like, wow, this is what I want to do. I want to help visionaries get everything they want out of their business. And he looked around our forum and said, I can help you. I can help you. I can help you. And Gino and I became very good friends. And so I sold his first client. I became his third client and sold, I think he said, half of his first 20 clients. And what he did for me is I, like a lot of visionaries, used to avoid structure because I like to wing it and have fun. I can sell, I can inspire, and I like to have fun. And so structure didn't seem to fit in my life. Uh And what Gino taught me is that structure around what matters most and who matters most actually is a good thing, less stress, and allows for more freedom and magic and intuition within that structure. So Gino changed my life in a lot of ways. So we then went from, I think we were at 7 million when we started with Gino, losing money, to two and a half years later, 11 million. So not a huge growth, but we to find our target market and got rid of clients that weren't a fit, got rid of employees that didn't fit, attracted clients and employees that did fit. And my life was easier and more fun. And so I could sell more and inspire more. So that was amazing. And then I realized what a visionary is and that I thought I was a terrible manager, which I am. I thought I was a terrible business owner, I guess, or entrepreneur. And Gino yeah. taught me, no, I'm a brilliant business owner. I just need an integrator and structure. Yeah. So 
to get to your question, the visionary's visionary is I love working with other visionaries. And so I've been doing this for 20 some years within EO and taking EO forums on spiritual retreats and tying in some of the EOS tools and whatnot. And so I realized my purpose is to elevate the entrepreneurial spirit. And I love working with visionaries who are open to be working with. So whether it be professionally or personally, so I have a vision for visionaries. And to me, we are at this time in the world where we've hit the ceiling of complexity as we talk about in our business. You know, it's our business, our department, or individually, we hit the ceiling of complexity and we've hit that in the world. And to me, I've had this vision for 20 years that we visionaries can change the world by being an example of taking time, making time to tap into our heads and our heart and maybe something greater and trying things and learning and inspiring, having fun and growing. And so we have hit that ceiling. And so now to me, it's the opportunity. And I almost think obligation as visionaries is to walk the talk, teach people how to have vision and how to realize that vision, both in business and in life. So someone coined me the visionary's visionary, which I love because that's my target market is driven, purposeful, big time visionaries ready for and committed to exponential growth. To answer your other question is I created a life operating system. Actually, my wife and I created it for me because EOS was so good for me professionally. And while Gina was creating it, my wife and I were kind of creating something similar for my life. And so that's iMatter, which is a life operating system in our book, Unscatter the Chatter. Unscatter the Chatter, yeah. Hold that thought for a second, Bob, because after the break, we got to do a commercial. But after the break, I want to talk about the book. I want to talk about iMatter and a little bit more about the visionary role, because you've got my thought processes going. And for those that are listening that may be newer to the EOS terminology, I don't want to skip over that and the importance of that role. So Hold on one second. We are going to be right back. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We're coming back after the break. You're listening to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. Welcome back to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Mike Maddox, your host. So glad you're listening. Check out the other programs on the Michigan Business Network. There's a whole bunch of information out there for the entrepreneur, for business owners, on every imaginable area of business. What we talk about in this program is EOS and entrepreneurship and getting clarity, getting healthy, getting vision, getting traction. And Coach Bob is my guest. Bob Schenefeld has been around EOS since the very beginning since it was you know first born and bob's focus bob you talked about in the last segment your passion your focus is working with other visionaries so if you're listening to this podcast and you're like what the heck is a visionary like <laughs> let's just define that a little bit further right because attraction and eos talks about the role of visionary as a distinct role in the organization and i think i was telling you during break that when i first heard that and we were rolling out EOS in one of my companies, and they said, you are the visionary. That's you. That seat is you, dude. 
I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what do I do as a visionary? Like, I don't understand the role. It was so foreign to me. So I'm going to let you define it because you're the visionary visionary. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, the visionary. And I didn't know what it was when I started my own business. And a lot of people don't. But it is usually the founder who sees a gap in their industry or sees an opportunity that someone has an issue or a problem and we solve it and say, ooh, I think other people might want that. So we're the, as Dan Sullivan calls it, you know, the rugged individualism that we take that leap and we have the courage to go start something. We're usually are great at communicating. We listen, we're problem solvers. We come up with ideas, but a lot of times, and sometimes in EOS, we call it R&D, which I'm not gonna go research (laughs) things, but R&D to me is asking questions and listening. And so people are like, that's a brilliant idea. I'm like, I basically listened to five of you, kind of simplified it and asked another question with a potential solution. They're like, wow. And so we just kind of think differently. We're tapped into intuition. We like to have fun. And often when we start a business and we can sell a few things because there's an opportunity, we sold it, we muscled through it and probably did a lot of the work ourselves and with a few other people. And then it can be hell because then we're not in, as Dan Sullivan calls it, unique ability. I call it great gift. We get out of what we're great at, which again is the energy, the culture, the core values, keeping it fun, the quirky names of things, the simple little processes that people yeah. may say, that's silly, but we come up with those ideas. So yeah, yeah, we're the motivators, usually not good at managing. And so as Gino has researched, about 5% of us visionaries are also organized and can manage. Most yeah, of us yeah. cannot or don't like to manage or to be as uh, process oriented or into the details, yeah. into the weeds. And, right. you know, that's interesting because, you know, that was my experience. So, you know, started, built the company, did a lot of the work myself, brought in more people, more people, more people. I'm still doing a lot of the work myself and I became miserable. And, yep. and it wasn't until EOS came along and they're like, that's because you are in the integrator seat and yep. the visionary seat and you won't let go of the integrator seat. And not only are you miserable? You're making all of this. Is what my leadership team said. You're making us all miserable. Right. Like you had to let go. And yep. when I did, it was like, oh man. Like then we hit, you know, Geno's from Rocket Fuel. So thank you for defining that. Right before the last break, you talked about iMatter. Your wife and you started iMatter. Yep. You wrote the book. You've written a number of books, but yep. the book on iMatter. Tell our audience about that. So as I mentioned before, EOS is a business operating system. And when people, you know, my brother's an executive MBA and he sat in on one of Gino's first sessions and he's like, there's nothing new here. I'm like, yeah, but the brilliance is, is how simple it is that someone like me, a visionary can understand it and teach it. And everyone in the company can understand it and teach it. So as Gino was looking and creating those processes, I was creating processes for my life. So like EOS, a lot of it is, you know, are things that have been around for thousands of years and will be, but the way he simplified it and packaged it is elegantly simple, as we say. So we've done the same thing with iMatter, which is ultimately for me to act like I matter, lead with me first, a little selfish, and yet the stronger and healthier I am and the more at peace and in the moment I am, the more productive I am and the more I can help others. So similar to EOS, it's principles, practices, and tools that we created for me. And a lot of them are, you know, other timeless tools and practices and tricks and whatnot. That is a simple system that has helped me to realize what matters most, clarify who I am, and to follow my North Star. And we call it unscatter the chatter because 
you know, a lot of times we call it the monkey mind or head trash or whatever ego, which is often speaking to us and it usually isn't positive. And then we've got all of the chatter coming from outside, which has been amplified and really the volume turned up and most of that isn't positive. So if I'm sitting there and this is driving me, this chatter, I am scattered. And so we call it unscatter the chatter to slow down, use these principles, practices, and tools to counterintuitively spend more time with the greatest relationship I have, which is me. My wife is right up there. And so yet, (laughs) but when I slow down and I listen to people and I listen to what's going on in my head and my heart, I get answers. And whether that's coming from above or here or here, I kind of don't care. But then it's things, I have more clarity. We define self-mastery as commitment, clarity, and confidence. And so when I'm committed to me and my time and my and slowing down, I gain more clarity and confidence on who I am and the business. And I come up with solutions. In EOS, we call that a clarity break. So yeah. we talk about commit to yourself. And so what EOS did for me in business, I matter has done for me in my life. That's awesome. And we are up against another break and we're going to talk a little bit more about that because I've got some more questions about that and some personal experiences too, but we'll do that right after the commercial break. So don't go anywhere. We've got some commercials coming up and we will be right back after this on Getting a Grip. Looking for the best value on your office products with the best service in the industry? For over 30 years, DBI customers have enjoyed outstanding customer service with competitive pricing on everything your office needs. From break room to boardroom, DBI can supply all your work essentials. From paper and coffee to storage and seating, DBI, we do office. Everything for the office? One call, one source, one solution. Visit DBI online at dbiyes.com. Welcome back once again to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. I hope that you're having a fantastic day wherever that is, whether that's in the great state of Michigan where Bob and I are, or if that's anywhere around the country or around the world. Bob, this has been a fantastic conversation so far. We've been talking about your book on Scatter the Chatter and this concept of I Matter, which you and your wife you know, developed and built as kind of your personal operating system. And the concept that sticks out to me that I want to dive into further is this idea of taking care of your own self first. You called it a bit selfish, but the analogy really is like on the airplane, right? Put your own oxygen mask on first so that you can help others. Right. What are some ways to do that? You said clarity break. And so if, if you're in EOS and you've been practicing it for a while, you know what that is, or I hope you do. That's been one of the most powerful tools to me. But define that and define some other ways that you can get healthy and clarity as an individual to then go be more effective in your business, your family, your personal relationships. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so, yeah, we talk about clarity break and Gino initially called it Starbucks time, which is no phones a legal pad, and he would just sit down and tap into the creative part of his brain. And so if you go to imatter.com, we have three free tools that you can download. And the first is the rules of engagement. And it's shifting the conversation in my head, the chatter in my head from am I and kind of the negativity to I am. And I can explain more about that. But the key thing is also then the take five check-in, the imatter take five check-in 
is a tool I use for my clarity break. So I do two clarity breaks a week. One is Monday morning, and that's my regular ritual where I've created a safe space to hear myself think and to feel. And I ask myself the eight questions from the Take 5 check-in. There's eight questions, the why behind it, and the next step. What happens is I'm understanding and shifting the conversation in my head because it usually starts off negative. How come this always happens? You know, when is this ever going to, how come I'm always doing this? To slowing down, realizing there's a conversation there, being a part of that conversation and shifting it. And so as you go through the eight questions and answer it, it's also learning about the why. And then not only am I writing this down, but then I do an audio just on my iPhone, the audio voice memos, I think it is. And then I read my answers. And then I send that to my leadership team, to a few clients, to my wife. And what comes out of it is, first of all, I get to hear myself think. And I'll be like, why am I still complaining about that? And I realize (laughs) I have this negative language. And I'm like, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm worried about money. And I'm like, okay, really, I'm fine for money for months, even if everything goes wrong, or maybe years. And yet, yeah, if everything goes wrong in the world the next year, I might have a money issue. So, but why is that the conversation? So to shift that. So then I can hear myself shift the conversation. And then I do our weekly leadership team meeting a couple hours after I do my Monday morning check-in. And then there'll be an issue on the issues list or a thing for me to delegate or a blog idea. And I'm like, where'd you come up with that? And they're like, well, it's from your take five check-in. So the benefit of doing the audio is I get to hear myself think, and then I trust my team without filter. And this took me a little while to just speak with what's going on in my head and my heart. And then I'm trusting my leadership team. I'm trusting myself. And it helps to drive things through and solve problems and whatnot. The third tool is the iManner331. And that's my daily check-in. So Mm -hmm. all three of those things are available on our website. But that, to me, is a structure for Clarity Break. If you don't need a structure, great. But that's helped me with mine. And then the last thing is I do a second Clarity Break or a time commitment for myself. And that's with no agenda. And I don't need the take five necessarily. Sometimes I'll do it just to provoke things and then I'll actually solve issues. So the one is basically just to get everything out of my head. We call it take five because it's about five minutes long as I'm answering the questions verbally. The other one, I do it verbally. I don't always send that to my team, but I go through that. Again, what's in my head? What's keeping me up at night? And it might be things I'm nervous about or things I'm excited about it. And then I go to the whiteboard and I've tapped into that creative part of my brain and get those juices going. I love it. It's my favorite time of the week. (laughs) It's so underrated. And, you know, before EOS, it was a tool or a set of tools that I had no awareness of. And, you know, I think it's Keith Cunningham who said you could take away all the business tools and all the business, you know, lessons. If you leave me with thinking time, I can make more money. Right. And it's that ability to sit down and get all the, you know, the clutter, all the chatter, right, to use your term and just boil it down. Right. And it's amazing to me. And I always tell my clients, you know, when I sit down for a clarity break using your tools or just using a pad of paper. Yep. In my head, before I sit down, I think there's about 150 things, you know, that I have to address. Probably more. Turns out when I really write them down, there's not. There's like a dozen. And some of them are really somewhat silly. Like, what's going to happen if the world economy collapses and we go into World War III? Why am I worried about that? I can't affect it. I can't impact it. Why is that the dialogue, right? 
and then getting really focused on the things I can change, the things that I can have an impact on, or talk to somebody about. Sometimes I don't know the answer, but having the, yeah, I love it that you send it unfiltered, having the bravery, the courage to say, here it is. Here's yep. the issue, right? What do you think? Right. And, so that, and that's I, powerful every, stuff. Every anger, fear, and frustration is a learning opportunity. It's not always a joy, but when something's there, it's like something to solve and there's a breakthrough there. And stress and fear is the same in our brains if it's something little or something big, but it's occupying a lot of my brain. Yeah. So one time I was like, okay, something's bugging me. And I was like, okay, my marriage is good. The business is good. I'm like, what's bugging me? It's like, oh, my son didn't make the right switch in fantasy football for the quarterback. And he lost that week and he doesn't even care. And I was kind of <laughs> like, damn it, why didn't he play that? And so when I realized that was really the only thing in my head, I'm like, okay, I don't care. Now, a lot of times, it is something real. Yeah. And like you said, it's something that I can't do anything about. So I'm going to let it go. Or it is something I can do something about. So a frustrating thing is there's going to be more stress and more frustrations, but I'm learning to switch those, flip those faster and to either solve them or to let them go fast. Yeah. And address them, you know, being intentional. That's great. We are out of time. Again, this conversation is fantastic. We're going to hope you're enjoying it, but, and I hope you stay with us. We are coming back. We've got more with coach Bob, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Do a double take, see me on fire, see that I can break. Knew I'd be great, knew I would rise through all of the pain. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Welcome back once again to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. Mike Maddox, your host. So glad you're with us. And uh, I think this is the first episode of Getting a Grip I've done where I haven't used the old podcast name when we come back from break, the bottom line IT, because <laughs> I did that for 12 years and it became ingrained in my brain. But Getting a Grip, and we talk about business health. We talk about having vision, traction, and being healthy as a business. We talk about the EOS operating system. And today we're talking about visionaries. And we're talking about a lot of different tools for visionaries that Coach Bob, the Visionaries Visionaries, put together through iMatter and the Visionary Forum. Bob, with that in mind, if there's listeners out there that, you know, they're a visionary and they're in that seat and they want to do more, they want to, you know, enhance their role, they want to, you know, get more intentional about that role. What does the Visionary Forum do for them? What are some tools that are available through your programs? Yeah, thanks. So the Visionary Forum, as I mentioned before, I've been coaching visionaries for 20 years and groups of visionaries, and I'm all about forum and the confidentiality of forum and peer groups. And so the visionary role or seat is very misunderstood by many, including us visionaries. And to me, we are kind of the misfits. You know, it's like, why do we need a visionary? Bob's all over the place. He's scattered. And so as I've gotten groups of visionaries together and facilitated them, it is a, like a therapy group in a lot of ways where it's like, I'm not abnormal, you know, because we don't fit in in the world in a lot of places, you know, and we're driven and most of us really want to help people. And deep down, Dr. Doug Brackman talks about us drivens is that it's imposter syndrome because I don't fit in and I'm not good at some of the things that 
the linear world talks about and following up and instructions and managing. It's like, I can't stand that stuff and I'm not good at it. So the Visionary Forum is a group that uh, we've been around for three years and it's a place to belong. It's a place to have a safe space to dream and to share ideas and thoughts and fears to expedite the synchronicity as we talk about and experience share where if I'm sharing with you what's going on in my head and my heart, either in my business or my life, other visionaries are like, oh, I get it. It's like, you do? Whereas I'll share an idea and people are like, what are you talking about? And I feel <laughs> literally the narrative in my head since being a kid is I'm an idiot and I'm not good at things because I didn't like school. I didn't memorize dates. I don't care if it's the world of war of 1812 or 1813. Here was the message. And, yeah. and so school was hard. So the forum is a place where we bring in a speaker that's relevant and that helps us as visionaries. We do breakouts together and share different opportunities or issues, as we call it, in EOS. And so it's that place to belong and go to that next level. And so it's been an amazing opportunity to create these connections. And we visionaries are good at connecting. We like to connect. We almost have to connect. So it's that opportunity. And so also, it's not just that I'm a visionary in the seat at my work. I'm a visionary in life. And so yeah. I matter as a life operating system. So there's tools there that can help me as a visionary. You know, it's not an excuse. I'm not going to do that because I'm a visionary, which I can get away with at work at times. I don't always get away with it at home or in my neighborhood. <laughs> But it's basically saying, you know what, I'm great at these things and I'm not good at these. So ask for help over here and delegate and elevate and gain my confidence. I thought I was a terrible business owner. And Gina Wickman, my implementer 20 years ago, said, you're a brilliant visionary and there's a place for you in business. Yeah. And he called me a flaming visionary, which, again, that gave me confidence that there is a place for me in the business. Now, to inspire and get people excited, but also to not knock them off their game. You know, EOS is right. operational excellence and structure. We're kind of the opposite. So to be able to exist within that is huge. You know, that's such an interesting point. And when I found EOS and I was all of a sudden in the seat of visionary and my team, you know, they were the ones that said, that is you. Like, if there's any doubt in your mind, Mike, if you're a visionary or not, it's 100% you. Right. The learning curve for me as we implemented EOS and we went through the implementation with our implementer was to not only embrace that, but learn how to do it. And it was my team that helped me with that because yeah. the more I kept trying to take control and grab onto the vine, as they say, right. the more they said, no, let go of the vine. Trust us. Like you've got it. Do your superpower, which is to inspire us, guide us, direct us, set the vision you know, have the big relationships, talk to the big clients, you know, make sure morale is healthy, make sure we're spot on with core values, be maniacal. Those are the things that came so naturally to me that just I love doing. And all of a sudden, it was, you know, months in, I called my implementer, who was Ryan Henry out of Lansing, another implementer here. I said, Ryan, I'm seeing things in the business that need to be fixed that I've never seen. And he's like, your mind is freeing up, dude. Like you're finding yep. that visionary role. That's what you're there to do. Right. And then you, know, I'd bring them to my integrator, and sometimes they were just crazy, the things I saw. And, right. But sometimes they were very real and could be acted on immediately. Sometimes we had to act on them later, you know, because we we're living in a 90-day world. But yep. that was powerful. Like, that was game-changing, right? So, you know, thank you for providing a forum for people like me that can, you know, get together. Because you're right. We don't take naturally to what typical expectations are in a business right. environment. 
And it's not good for me to have a rock, but it's great for me to help others get it done because yeah. I am actually a big problem solver and inspire and a great sounding board. Two quick stories about the visionary and integrator. Well, okay. Hold them till right after the break because we're coming oh. up on a commercial and I want to hear Thanks. them, but we're coming back right after the break with these two stories about this. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on getting your grip on the Michigan Business Network. For something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. We are here every week, come rain or shine. So glad you're listening. We talk about business health, vision, traction, healthy, the EOS operating system. Today, we're talking to Bob Schenefeld, who's the visionary's visionary coach, Bob. He's known in the U.S. world. And Bob's mission in life is to work with visionaries like himself and to provide tools and forums for those visionaries to get together and just enhance what they do and to understand that there's a valuable role for the visionary, not only in the organization, but in society. As Steve Jobs said, the visionaries are going to change the world, right? So we need to define it. And you had a couple of quick stories right before we went to break that I think will help highlight this for our listeners. Yeah. And I didn't understand the visionary role totally. And so one is I brought on a partner in my first business years ago, and he was almost fighting me for the visionary role. And it was interesting. And we were kind of stuck on some things. And then finally he walked in one day and he's like, I figured it out. And I said, what? He said, you are the reason we're all here. You are the energy and the soul and the vibe of this company. And I'm not, I'm a part of it and I'm attracted to it. And then he stepped into the integrator role and it was rocket fuel. We went to the next level and he was saying, you know, you have to tell people to respect me. I'm like, if you help us finish stuff <laughs> and organize it and you're brilliant at that, dude. And sure enough, then people start going into his office more. And I was yeah. kind of like, well, what about me? And the second story is I was going through a personal relationship crisis. And again, this is 25 years ago. And I went to my team and I said, I need to go away for a little bit. I need a little sabbatical. And I was nervous. And my team is like, we got you, dude. Go. You've been taking care of us for eight years. It's time for us to take care of you. One of the greatest moments of my life. Went so away for scary. about a month and a half, you know, tapped in here and there. And then I came back, got something straightened out, and I was feeling good. And I said, all right, I'm back. And they said, well, we're glad you're back, but we don't want you doing what you were doing before. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? And they said, well, what you're great at in love. And that's when we tapped into the initial part of I Matter and figuring out my why, what, and how for me. And then I stepped in the visionary role and I had all this space. So it's not easy to let go of the vine, but you know, figure out a way to do it. And then I realized that I have a hard time letting go of the vine if I don't know what life beyond the vine is, which is really who am I and why am I here on this planet? So I just wanted to share those were two big Yeah, topics. that's so powerful and it resonates with me and I know it will with other visionaries out there. Now, the work that you do through iMatter and through the forum and through the summit where you take visionaries you know, away on a retreat, this benefits more than just the visionary. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I got to imagine that the integrators are 
pushing some of their visionaries to go to your summit. Yeah, so integrators and implementers are our best friends, and often we're their best friends because we visionaries, I mean, we are the cause of and solution of all of life's problems. And so <laughs> we get in the way, and we almost don't know how to let go of the vine at times. And so we have a tool, if you go to imatter.com, there's the six habits of a great effing visionary. A lot of visionaries <laughs> like to use the F word, so hopefully I'm not offending. <laughs> but it's basically six things that I've found that if I in my team do these things, then it's going to be get me out of the way. I'm the bottleneck as the visionary often. And so for the implementers, as I as the visionary, as the visionary starts to really let go of the vine and realizes who they are as a person and what they're great at and what they love and the leadership team helps them to do that, the leadership team wants us to be happy. And I've said before, I mean, you know, it's not happy wife, happy life. It's happy visionary, happy life. Because if I'm not happy, I'm going to get in the way. I'm going to micromanage. And so the forum and the summit and the coaching has allowed the visionary to help the implementer have greater sessions, help the team where then the visionary steps in. Because a lot of times like, well, what do I do now? And so I'm actually speaking at the next EOS conference and it's something around. So I'm letting go of the vine. Now what? And that's where we talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's not just sitting around. What do I do now? But it's out and talking in the industry and talking with your employees and seeing gaps. We're really good at seeing gaps. So we do appeal to integrators and implementers to say, you know, and a visionary even said, we're kind of teach how to train your visionary, how, you know, to harness the energy and the power of the visionary. I mean, I need to be told what to do, especially if it's something I like doing. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're so spot on with that. And, you know, I can't help but, you know, relate to either my own personal experience as a visionary or the visionaries that I coach as an implementer when they're happy the team is happy, the team is healthy, the team is functioning. And when they're not happy, and sometimes as visionaries, we can be very not happy. It's a ripple effect. Oh my (laughs) gosh, it sucks the oxygen out of the company. And having a good leadership team is one that can say, look, we need you to get back to happy. And usually from personal experience, the reason that I wasn't happy as a visionary is when I grabbed onto that vine again, and I was getting into areas that you know, frankly, I don't even like to do, I'm not good at. Somebody else is way better, but I felt like I had to be in control. When I was willing to let go and say, I'm going to trust, I did. I started to see things more clearly. I could see the gaps in the business. I could see the areas we needed to go strategically. I could see the morale issues that were bubbling up that I needed to be on top of, the core value concerns, the stuff that my team counted on me to do that came naturally, that nobody else could do. Like only the visionary can do that stuff. Right. We talk about elevate your mind and expand your impact. So to your point, a lot of times, you know, as we are in the business and in the weeds and we're doing urgent things, we lose that creative part of our brain and tapping into something greater than ourselves and our hearts and whatnot. And so when we do slow down again, I'm imagining this great future. So my conscious and subconscious is excited. So I'm not worried about the future as much. I'm improving on the past and getting rid of regrets and learning and implementing these tools so they're a part of me so I can impact this moment right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And that's we're magical at that. Not that we're better or worse, but when we're present and we're working on the business and working on our lives, it's magical and game changer. Can't be better said than that. We're coming back after this. We're going to wrap up in our last segment. We're going to talk to Coach Bob about his favorite inspirational movie scene, song, or poem, or book, and much more. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network.
Now hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. Welcome back, everybody, to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. Mike Maddox, your host. Coach Bob is my guest, the visionary's visionary. Bob, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, getting your insights on visionaries and the incredible community you've built with the Visionary Forum and the book, Unscatter the Chatter and iMatter.com. It's a set of tools and a community to help visionaries be their best, to be at their best as visionaries. And in a peer group of other visionaries who understand them, who can you know share this experience with them and challenge them, I can't think of an environment for a visionary to go into. Before we go too far into how folks can get a hold of you if they're interested or explore more information, I want to ask you about your favorite inspirational movie, movie scene, quote, poem. You know what inspires you? Give us an example of one of the things that inspires you. Yeah, so. And I've got about 50 in my head. So one movie line that I love and I use in a lot of my talks is Bill Murray in Ghostbusters when they get kicked out of the university and they're about to go into business. And Bill Murray's the visionary. And Dan Aykroyd is either the ops director or integrator. I'm not sure which. And Aykroyd says, but you don't understand. I've been in the private sector. They expect results. And, he's like, <laughs> and this is going to cost money. How are we going to be able to do it? And he grabs a bottle of, I don't know if it's schnapps or whatever, in a paper bag, Bill Murray does. And he takes a sip and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and that's so true. And that's what a lot of times it's like, how are we going to afford it? And like, I don't know. I don't know. And then a, I movie, love that. a movie that comes to mind that my wife and I watch every year around the holidays is Nicolas Cage, The Family Man. And it's so inspiring to me because he's... I don't know if I'm going to give it away, but he has everything he wants in his life. And then he has a glimpse if he would have married his sweetheart. And so it's just really cool how he wanted money and power. And then when he didn't have it for a little bit, he was all freaked out. And then he realized what he really wanted was love and family. And, and he and had that. And, and yeah. often I compare myself to others and say, well, Mike has a cooler car. Or he has more money. And I, it's like, I know what matters most to me, and that's been success to me. And so that movie we watch each year, it's a great reminder. And it's kind of fun and funny. And it's That's a very cool. That's a very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're all guilty as human beings of creating these false narratives in our heads. And our behavior follows our false narratives. And it's so sad because often, you know, if, if you step back, the noise, and this is why you wrote the book, you know, the chatter is so self-destructive and so misleading and getting a handle on that and getting clarity around that can set you on a path of health, which is what right. we're all after. Yep. You know, so that's fantastic. Those are great examples. If folks want to get a hold of you, if they're a visionary and they think, you know what, I've been listening to these two guys talk for the last hour and I think that's me. I think I'm a visionary. I don't maybe they know about EOS or maybe they don't. 
What's the best way to reach out to you? Would it be the website? Be the first? Yeah, imenter.com. And I appreciate you saying visionaries. And so, you know, that's a tough group to sometimes to get them to raise their hand. So, yeah, if you're a visionary, reach out to imenter.com and say, hey, I would like to do a 45 minute discovery call and we can explain not only what is iMatter, but the enlightened visionary journey, but also if you're an implementer or an integrator to reach out to us. And again, I've said this before, but we have the six habits assessment. And after working with hundreds of visionaries over the last 25 years, these are the six habits that I've found. And I spoke about this at the conference a year and a half ago at the EOS conference. So you can do a free assessment and what can we do to help that visionary get out of our way and be that inspirational energy ball that takes us to the next level. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. And there was a time in my journey that my team, had they heard this podcast, would have probably kidnapped me and drove me out to your office and said, here, take them. Right. <laughs> but thankfully, we learned some of these skills over time. And uh, I'm so grateful for the work that you do, Bob. Thank you so much for being on the program and sharing it with the audience. And we appreciate it very much. And again, it's imatter.com. Check it out. His books are available on Amazon. Unscatter the Chatter is the one you'll find there. You can also find it on the website. Audible. We Audible, if you want to listen to it that way. So thanks again, Bob, for being a guest. And I want to thank all of you for listening and for being with us. We will catch you on the flip side. This has been Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network.